Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all, here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? listening to find out because we are all multi-hyphenate beings. So join me on the ride. It's getting deep. Food is medicine. Yes, you know I'm all about that. You know that I'm always in the kitchen concocting some sort of earthly find that looks a little bit funny yet a little bit delightful. So I think that is so appropriate bringing in our guest for today's episode. Um, An entrepreneur, a CEO, a dad, he is amazing. So I'm so excited to to today to share with you the founder of Lovebird Foods. Guys, you're not going to want to miss a beat of this episode because it goes beyond of just talking about food, food and medicine, but something more global, something more global in the pact of our impact about our decisions, the choices that we make, and the impact of the, those decisions, especially on our youth, the children, and how they are going to be our leaders in the end. So what are we feeding them with, right? It's all about that, and it's all filled right here in the show. Plus, we are going to give you a discount from Lovebird Foods. Um, I'll just say that right now. If you want to search the website while you're listening to the show, the code is HONEST10. That's H-O-N-E-S-T. HONEST10 to get 10% off your box of cereal or any product that you find on the website. So, Without further ado, let's just kick it off into the show and have a great time. All right, onward and upward. Let's take flight. Just have a little fun here on this Tuesday. Guys, we are back at interviewing our guests this week, so I'm super excited. Um, If you've been following along the podcast, you know I've been on a road trip. I feel like, okay, so you know when you go on road trips and... You like have a timeline for yourself and those timelines just kind of linger on further and further and further. I feel like I really just like was driving the whole July and I think I was. So now I'm back. I'm sitting. I feel like it's unusual. Like I feel like I should be driving to some like monument or some outlook or even just some rest stop. You feel my vibes? Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was adventurous, and I miss um I miss grass. I have to tell you that I miss a lot of green grass. I know Poppy does too. But um, anyways, we're back. Poppy and I are back. And so today, now that I will just get focused once again, today I have a really amazing guest on the show. I'm super excited to have him on the show to tell his story, to tell about his brand. And just to kind of give you guys some true food for thought. So without further ado, I want to introduce today's guest, Parker Brooks, to the show. He is the founder, the creator, the mastermind behind Lovebird Foods. If you haven't heard about Lovebird, you're going to want to definitely Google them at least first and then pick up a box. Yeah, 
If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to be like, what? What are you talking about a box? Oh yeah, just bear with me. So without further ado, I'm going to let Parker just introduce himself a little bit more because I had a really great conversation with him the other day and I just, we're just continuing on the conversation live right now. So Parker, welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. How are you today? doing well thank you for having me excited to be here and kind of share the story of lovebird and answer any other questions so awesome so um i know you're traveling right now and um we're in the height of summer i feel like so everyone you know goes back to school so early around here i don't know if people are even just like going doing remote school now or homeschool since they were used to it during 2020 but I feel like school, some school is already back in session and it's August. And right now is a time where it's getting really, really hot, right? So um, anyways, I got off on a tangent again. But anyways, you're traveling. I just finished some travels. So welcome. And I want to just really dive in deep because Parker owns a brand called Lovebird Foods, which is cereal. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Not just any cereal. Can I say healthy cereal? Like, I think I personally got turned off on cereal in general when I felt like it was just a marketing ploy and it was just in reach for like your child to grab, right? Um, but then it was just filled with sugar. It was a box filled with sugar. So Parker has a great story to tell us. Parker, I just want you to just dive in first. Um, I want you to tell us kind of what was your childhood upbringing like, and then we can kind of branch out from there. Definitely. I was definitely a uh, grab a box or two or three of cereal and go and kind of figure out my own breakfast. Uh, you know, brought up in a family with three other siblings. So the breakfast table was always a, a fierce zoo of people fighting over their favorite cereals and, and trying to get breakfast quickly and get out the door. Uh, and so it, it was kind of my, is a something I grew up with and I really loved and lost touch with. And then uh, fast forwarding a couple of years, uh, as I was starting to work, I actually worked at a big food company and worked on a lot of the big cereal brands that you see in the grocery store. And then there was kind of three things that really led me to the creation of Lovebird, which didn't actually start with cereal, really started with purpose. But those three things were really uh, becoming a father for the first time, uh, managing my own autoimmune disease through food as medicine, and that evolved into a much more holistic approach down the road, but started with food. Um, and then also just my experience in the industry of food and knowing how things are made. And I just thought that things could be made better and as a newly minted father, I uh, really felt the calling to go make a difference and, and make a big change in the, the food uh, center of the aisle in the grocery store, but with just packaged food in general. And as I thought about where I could make a difference, that passion for my childhood of, of cereal, and I just look at the cereal aisle, and I'm totally with you. I mean, it is just a box of sugar, but really just glucose spiking carbs and sugar. Uh, and just not a great way to start your day. And the fact that kids were starting, and adults too, but kids specifically were starting their day with a box of Captain Crunch, uh, which, you know, they say one serving, it's actually a full bowl is much more than that one serving, but essentially spike your blood sugar, 
you know, fly for a little bit and then just crash as you start your day at school or start your day at work. So really felt compelled to kind of tackle cereal and just clean it up because I knew it could be done. And after becoming a father in my own health journey, I, I knew that it should be done. Um, and so it's been a wild ride, but that's sort of the, the quick origin story of Lovebird and, and why it exists today. Oh my gosh. So you worked for a huge uh, cereal, I'll say cereal production company, um, which I find it so funny because you're like, loved cereal. So you're like, might as well go into it, right? I don't know if that was the exact kind of like whereabouts. But you were one of the people that was pushing so hard. I don't. You were creating the cereals, or you were creating the marketing behind it on pushing those products that were probably not the best to put in our children's bodies, or even our own bodies. Because I know some adults literally eat cereal for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, snacks, and everything. Yeah, I mean, I worked in marketing, so I really touched all of the business. You know, from the development to the commercialization to, you know, coordinating the the marketing activities with the campaigns and such. And obviously joined at a time post uh, kind of the serial boom of the nineties. Uh, but I just remember sitting there where the justification to sell another bowl of XYZ big food cereal brand was that like it allows kids to like get their daily calcium needs from milk and it just like it wasn't even about the product in the box the justification was something else and you know I I think as I've done with Lovebird uh, you can make cereal with nutrient dense food you can take out all of that extracurricular what I call weird stuff things that are hard to pronounce or gums or fillers or whatever natural or artificial flavor or coloring you want to pick and especially high potency sweeteners, but you can make something that's just real food from the earth that you would recognize and also just sweeten it with honey and organic honey and also some more organic coconut sugar as well and really remove the grain and remove the refined sugar and have something that, you know, is not just tasty or tastes good, but also is definitely good, good and better for you. Totally, totally. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more, you know, I mean, and that's what people thought, like, you know, when they were going away from like, just generic, like box cereal, and they're like, Oh, granola is healthier, you know, not necessarily, you know, so I want to ask you because you spoke of the point that you were dealing with an autoimmune issue. Um, Do you care? Are you able to share that story with you? I know it's a personal one. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, if you were to ask me that like a few years, a few years ago, I'd be very uncomfortable because I think autoimmune diseases for the most part, and for my, my case in particular, aren't really things that are visible to the naked eye. And so someone would look at you and just be like, oh, you're fine. Nothing's wrong with you. But inside, it's very difficult to manage emotionally, but also just physically. And for me specifically, uh, I deal with a, a few skin conditions, but primarily my biggest, uh, you know, challenge to date has been psoriatic arthritis. And I think I kind of reached a, a low probably three or four years ago where my energy level was very low, was fatigued, brain fog, just had a trouble just kind of getting through the day. I remember I'd come home from work and just like literally crash 
even though I had like good sleep and everything else seemed fine, you'd go to a doctor and they'd say that your labs are fine. Uh, but I just, I think you kind of know, and I think the experience even with Lovebird, but even way back in the early stages of my health journey with food as medicine was really about trusting my intuition and not, you know, listening to information, but just kind of making your own choice based on information you seek out and just kind of taking a proactive role in your health. Like I think for the longest time I just ate whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted and didn't really think about it. But my autoimmune disease kind of forced me to think about it more and, and gave me motivation to take it more seriously. And, you know, through that process, I was able to kind of reverse a lot of the severe symptoms of that um, and really keep it under control. And, you know, it started with food, as I mentioned earlier, but really evolved into something more holistic and really kind of a, a mix of, you know, obviously a very strong foundation of diet and food, but also just movement and just managing stress and just having a different perspective on life and just kind of trying to be a positive uh, person and just trying to take kind of a, an ownership mindset of my life and, and my health. I couldn't agree with you more in the point when you said um, kind of like an invisible ailment. Can I use that word ailment? Um, to the point where, you know, like I, my audience members know that I deal with Raynaud's. I deal with some um, rheumatoid arthritis from time to time, depending on, <laughs> yes, correct, my stress levels and also the weather, the climate, what have you. It also contributes to that. Um, but people, what people don't understand, or maybe they do, is how much stress can really be like the, the stirring up the pot in our body um, of what is already there, the issues that we need to deal with, right? And the root cause is deep down inside there, but it comes up and splurts out as an autoimmune issue. So it, it's, a, it's giving us symptoms, signs, whatever, blaring alarms in different ways. You know, yours is um, psoriatic arthritis. I've dealt with psoriatic arthritis. I know people look at me and they say, KB, oh my gosh, you're like the epitome of health. Yes, I am healthy. Yes, Parker, we are healthy. But there are some things you cannot see to the eye. Also things internally that you cannot see, but we can feel that spiral down even into like our uh, mental health state, right? Those things that hurt so bad. I mean, when you can't move, you know, you're like, what's the purpose? And the depression does come. So um, I hear you. I see you. I feel you. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I can guarantee a lot of our listeners can agree 100% as well. So thank you for providing that story for us and sharing that. Because when you open the door, you know, you allow others to be seen as well. And I think this is so important that you pointed out also, which I love, is food is medicine. You know, everything starts in the gut. But, you know, there is that gut-brain connection, right? We mentioned stress. Everything goes hand in hand. The management of that. So creating, you know, we are our own vessel that we're kind of dragging around. We need to know how to, like, fuel our, our, our vessel <laughs> properly. So what I wanted to ask you... Um, when you're working on, you know, your autoimmune issues and kind of just practicing along every single day, your food is medicine mantra. Um, when you came up with 
love bird foods, when you were creating the formula, how did you do that? Like, I'm curious because I look at the ingredients in there. Yes, I can pronounce them all, which I love. And I know exactly what all of those things are. How did you come up with that specific specific formula and and why? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, for me, it was really about two things. One is what's in it and what's not in it. Uh, the second one being what's not in it. Um, and to start with cereal, it's really just kind of, you know, we mentioned some of the big food brands and again, they have their healthy brands as well, but really all of it is not great for you. Um, including some granola as well, which is caloric and also a lot of sugar too. But, uh, for me, it was those two things working in harmony. So first I wanted to kind of strip out all of the things that I, that I have found through my health journey and just talking to others, being a part of the community, were very inflammatory for people, whether that's industrialized and commoditized grain, um, refined sugars, uh, and then you get into kind of the, the hard to pronounce preservatives and then flavors and uh, other kind of hidden names for sugar like dextrose or other things in there that shouldn't be in there. So I really started with like taking everything out, which didn't really leave anything and then building it back up. And I wanted something that would provide some energy, um, some prebiotic fiber, some healthy fats and some protein. Uh, And so just having a mix of those three things in there really led me to cassava, which is rich in prebiotic fiber and vitamin C um, and then also some coconut flour, uh, some healthy fats in addition to coconut oil, um, some collagen for a protein boost, in addition to some other benefits that come along with it. And then sweetening, like the sweetener was probably the easiest part because I was like, I love honey. It's the OG superfood. Like it was the superfood before people even knew what some of the new wave of superfoods are today um, and really use that to kind of sweeten the product. And then a lot of trial and error, I would say I went to a lot of uh, production partners and formulation houses and they all laughed at me and said that like, why would you do this? You're not going to make any money. These things are, you know, too basic. Like you should put natural flavors in there. Like people just don't like the taste of honey alone. And I would just like go into these meetings and I was just, I mean, a little disheartened, but also motivated that, you know, this is what the competition is thinking that you know, I'm on a fool's errand to go create a cereal like this and that I should put all of this bad stuff in there and they should sell me their natural flavors and, you know, their monk fruit, their stevia and all of these things. And I was like, I just don't need that in my product. And so, you know, I had my vision on the recipe from a health standpoint and then really making it happen was the more difficult part in finding production partners that were gluten-free certified facilities Uh, but also would just take on these recipes. Like I use, if you look at, you know, pick any mainstream honey cereal or even like a Kashi or or Cascadian farm, uh, honey will probably be the like third from the bottom ingredient, which means they don't put really any honey in there. Honey is my second ingredient because I do put a lot of honey in there and that's where the sweetness is derived from compared to a lot of these other cereals. And so that, that was kind of the, the, the long of the short, but I, I guess I would summarize it as like remove the bad stuff, add back in a mix of protein, uh, healthy fats, and some healthy carbs, 
with probiotic fiber to kind of balance your, your blood glucose levels and then finding production partners that bought into the vision and would stay true to it and wouldn't adulterate it in any way because a lot of times you go to these facilities and they'll make a tweak here, a tweak there, and your product will go in one way, come out looking some, some completely different way if you're not paying attention to it. So I have a quick question. Did you have to like make this first in your kitchen kind of by yourself for, for the taste? Uh, I mean, like, I tried, I yeah. tried. Uh, my, I laughed because like my, my wife would walk in on me like covered head to toe in like cassava flour, almond flour, all these different types of grain free flours. Uh, and I never got the texture quite right because there's a specific equipment that's used to make cereal that you just can't replicate at home. And the equipment essentially is a, think of a giant KitchenAid stand mixer that kind of creates a cereal dough and then puffs it into cereal pieces. And so that, that equipment just isn't something you can buy off the shelf. But you can get pretty close with formulations on taste, but with recipes with texture, it was really hard to do. So how many pieces, like how many taste tests did you have to do until you're like, that's it? That's lovely. <laughs> uh, uh, quite a few. I mean, I think my ultimate judge was my my daughter Yuki, who had who had like the first Lovebird prototype, uh, and then tastes all of my cereal before I ship it out uh, from each new batch. But I mean, I would say somewhere between uh, like 15, 15 to thirty different versions, uh, because it started off in one place and kind of wound up in another with the product you see on the shelf today. So it took a lot of trial and error because nobody at the time was making cereal like this. And so uh, a lot of it was exploratory and a lot of it was experimenting. Oh my gosh. Little Yuki. What a little, what a little <laughs> gem she is for keeping everyone on, on track. Um, so I want to kind of jump into how did you come about the name? Because your brand is just gorgeous. It's, I mean, it's clear, it's straight to the point, but it's just gorgeous it it shows heritage behind it it just shows like I don't know just like how do I describe it like down to earth it's like a gem you know what I mean like you're you're digging in the sand at the beach and all of a sudden you find this gemstone you know that's what lovebird that's how I see it you know it's like this gem so how did you come up with the name and tell us kind of about how you kind of want to give back you know, your big passion, your real purpose behind it, as you spoke of. For sure. Um, and I think, like, for me and with my big food experience, I really had to unlearn everything. Because, like, Lovebird, honestly, and just being honest, but, like, Lovebird, honestly, uh, started with a feeling. And that feeling was really derived from becoming a father and there were three things I wanted this brand to convey and it was, you know, love first and foremost. And the, the feeling of love I felt is becoming a dad and the responsibility and the weight of that. And then protection, which also was derived from that moment and just, and just ascension of, in terms of flight and reaching your potential. And so love protection and ascension were the three things that I really started with. And when I got into the brand building phase, but even before that, like that feeling um, really was to, to live a pur purposeful life and do purposeful things. And it was really about cleaning up 
junk food, creating better food for Yuki and all the families and all the people out there in the country today. Um, and then also uh, fighting childhood cancer as well, which is something that Lovebird does and we give 20% of our profit to childhood cancer research. And that was really born out of you know, the feeling of becoming a dad, but also I, I have done some autoimmune genetic testing and other testing. And a lot of it was done at children's hospitals and for whatever reason. And I'm like six foot five in a children's hospital surrounded by little boys and girls who are 10 times tougher and stronger and more courageous than I am. And they were writing quotes to each other. And one of them was on a, on a wall in the waiting room. And one of them said, like, you know, you are stronger than you know. Uh, by like a seven-year-old girl and I was like blown away and I was just like I need to help kids somehow and like this seems like the kids that are most in need of that help and becoming a, a father really anchored that for me and so Lovebird, Lovebird was born out of that purpose before there was a name before there were kind of three you know brand adjectives for Lovebird or you know verbs whatever um, but that was kind of the, the beginning of it. And then you get into kind of the making it happen part. That's where I was thinking about names, thinking about, you know, the aesthetic, thinking about what it stands for. And, you know, as I mentioned, like literally unlearn all of this stuff from big food about putting a whole grain claim, whole, made with whole grain claim on the front and put a cartoon character on the front and use really bright colors. And I really wanted to do the opposite of that because, you know, it was a feeling and my feeling, as you said, it's like from the earth. I wanted this to feel like what the product is, which is like stuff from the earth that is pure and, you know, use the word gem, but I wanted it to feel special. Um, and so, you know, purposefully chose kind of that craft paper, the, the muted colors, because I know if that were to sit on the shelf next to, you know, frosted flakes with the brightest royal blue ever, and I have this very sleek, aesthetic of a muted blue like it would be very quickly communicated that this was something real um versus something that's fake um and so that's really like the branding and stuff the name specifically uh literally i thought of the name one day and then i tried to talk myself out of the name for three months and you know i just kept coming back to it like i didn't want to call it like paleo o's or you know paleo puffs or something like that or grain free puffs or something that was like so marketing 101 and, and i wanted it just to be like the ingredients are the story and lovebird captured that feeling those three things i talked about about love obviously it's in the name but protection of just like you know the bird protecting the nest and ascension obviously birds fly and so it just it stuck with me i was listening to a lot of the beatles and blackbird which I think also played an influence. Uh, and then, you know, my daughter also has a nickname of, of Love Bird or Birdie as well. So those things just kind of came together and it clicked. And, I, you know, I'm, you know, no pun intended, but I, I love having it on there. And I think it just reminds me of that feeling. And if I hadn't, had I named it something else, like I might have lost it along the way, but it just reminds me of that, that initial feeling that started this whole thing. So. I mean, it's like, it's, it is, it's your mission, you know, like to put it out there to, for everyone to be a lovebird, for everyone to ascend to their like greatest potential, you know, to fuel everyone else with love and, you know, protection and, you know, purpose and 
I love the story about the children's hospital because, you know, it's it's interesting. You're like, yes, I've created cereal, but it's not just like any cereal, you know, it's really like changing the face about the messaging that we tell our younger civilians, right? Um, about how to start their day, if, you know, that's how they're going to start their day, right? By eating a bowl of cereal. But by filling yourself with love, with protection, with really good, honest nutrients, right? From the earth, right? Because when they're little and they learn about these things, these ethos, it's highly ingrained in their brain. And so then they know, you know, when they grow up, they have the choice and they have the decision to pick real or to pick fake. And how do they want to feel at the end of the day? Do they want to ascend and soar and feel amazing or do they want to crash and burn? Um, That sounds kind of brutal in the end, but that's completely how I see this brand, you know? Um, And it is, it's in the children's power. Uh, Guys, everyone out there, I think it is completely 100% our responsibility to feel our children, even if you don't have physical children, maybe you have a niece, maybe you have a nephew, maybe you have a little neighbor child, to fill them with information of goodness, right? Protection, love, you know, possibility, right? And that's all, you know, here in a box of cereal, right? You have the choice to choose a life of realness or fakeness in anything that you do, right? In community, in communication, in, you know, relationship, in politics, whatever. Okay, I had to put that out there. Sorry. But Parker, like, do you realize, and I'm just getting really glorified here, but do you realize that you have this huge impact, like this huge impact just beyond, you know, a little circle, a little piece of cereal. It's not just what you put in your mouth, but what comes out of your mouth in the end, you know, as in what you're speaking about what you believe in. So I love it. Yeah, and I, I mean, when I left to go start Love Bird, that's exactly what I was trying to tap into. Like, yes, there is a product, but most importantly is the movement behind the product. Like, I didn't want to launch another product. I wanted to launch a brand with purpose, and that purpose is really to clean up all of the junk in the centers of the grocery store. Um and do it with real food from the earth, lightly sweetened by nature. Uh, and then also just have that purpose work of like fighting childhood cancer. Like I've been on a lot and worked on a lot of big brands that will be, you know, 15, 30, 40 year old brands and they'll have meetings like, what's our purpose? And it's like, it's too late. Like, it's just like, you need to start with purpose. Like in everything that you do, you don't want to be a passenger in your life. Like take control have a purpose and with lovebird that's exactly what i wanted to do and like the purpose you know superseded the product superseded the brand uh and those things are 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 things that allow me to live my purpose and i take them very seriously and they're they're top quality but it really starts with that purpose in terms of just trying to to clean up junk food and also fight childhood cancer and you know as i mentioned on those brands like now, giving 20% of my profit, like I would be laughed out of a, a meeting or a conference room if I brought that up. But, you know, I really wanted to put, you know, my, my money where my purpose was. And I think 
you know, a lot of brands will slap uh, percent of sales, percent of proceeds, percent of profit on their box and never really do it. I mean, save the whales and, you know, five years later, they're not profitable and they have never given a dollar to help save the whales. But for me, even though I'm not profitable as a, you know, sub a year old brand, uh, you know, I've given $4,000 to fight childhood cancer, which is, you know, attributed to all of the people that have so supported Lovebird and we've done that together. But like, that's how seriously I take that. Like, it's not a gimmick. The ingredients are not a gimmick. Nothing about Lovebird, as you mentioned, the distinction between fake and real falls into that fake side of the equation. Like everything I do, I try to be real, whether it's answering customer service emails or it's bigger brand work or who I partner with or what I do, everything has purpose and everything is about being real, using real and doing real good. And so that's, a, I, I think there's a little bit of a tangent, but like you tapped into it with the distinction between fake and real and just kind of that emotion I have for Lovebird and the purpose behind it. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, nothing's a tangent with me. Because, <laughs> you know, we, on the Just Being Honest podcast, I'll just say it, and I'll say it one time, guys. You know, like, I may start with, like, one little topic, um, but it really, in the end, as I mentioned prior, you know, there's a greater impact out there. We're starting, we're talking about cereal, but there's a greater impact out there. And that's why I'm just being honest. That's why I created the show, you know, based upon my work that I do with clients and stuff, you know, and it's, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about our impact. This is a wellness workspace, this world, right? And do you want to be invited to the wellness workspace? Because you are all invited, right? It's free to participate, but we need to have a clarity of consciousness, you know, community of clarity, okay? Are you guys following along? But we all need to be clear that there is a further purpose to what we're just talking about. So I love it all. I love the brand. Um, you have three different flavors. Share with the group what we're dealing with um, so we can try one, try all three at once. Tell us what we're working with. Definitely. So there's three flavors, as you mentioned, uh, start with unsweetened, which is just a, a very good, crunchy, plain cereal. Think of a, you know, your plain cereal replacement. You can add whatever you want on the top of that. And then I have honey and cinnamon, which are standalone, really awesome flavors. And this last uh, production run, I think I really cracked the code on, on the taste aspect. And so, uh, you know, the honey is slightly sweet with a, with a nice crunch. And the cinnamon has a very nice balanced cinnamon flavor as well. And so, uh, you know, if I, if I think about it, they're definitely crunchy uh, and they definitely have a, a nice sweet taste for honey and cinnamon. And then the plain is just a great, you know, smoothie topper or whatever you want to do with it. Bake it, make, you know, no rice, uh, crispy treats and all of that stuff. Cool. Um, so let me ask, where can we buy your product? Is it online only or can we find you in some stores? Yeah, so at the moment, uh, online only with some select uh, grocery store uh, distribution. Uh, I'll be rolling out to Air One Market in the greater Los Angeles area in September, uh, but always open to, to fly to different places. So if you or your listeners have any you know guidance on where they think Lovebird should fly, 
uh, definitely let me know and I'll work hard to make that happen. But uh, you can definitely purchase it on my website, lovebirdfoods.com and check it out. Amazing. I swear every entrepreneur that I talk to, I'm always like, can I work for you? Like I always want to work for them at the end of our talk. So I'm like, now I'm like, can I work for you? Um, (laughs) So exciting. But you guys, I mean, literally go to lovebirdfoods.com, check out the page, check out Parker's story even further, find a way that you can give and contribute to childhood, um, helping with childhood cancer, and, um, you know, pick up a box or three, you know, send it to your friends and family. This would be a great, you know, opportunity to grab some things, you know, school's starting, as I mentioned, make some homemade things for the homemade bake sale if they're still doing that, and make it healthy. Yeah, make it healthy. Make your non-rice crispy treat, crispy treats or whatever they're going to be called. <laughs> yeah, and um, have fun. I know there's a lot of recipes out there with his products. You can try. I'm going to actually, I can't wait to try the the Muddy Buddies. I'm excited to try that. So I'm going to make Muddy yeah, Buddies. Yeah, those look amazing. Oh, yeah. So, um, okay, Parker. Well, thank you so much. And... Um, and I can't wait to have you on the show again when you expand even further and further. You're welcome on the show any single time you want. Just give me a call. I'm here. And um, guys, I cannot thank you enough for being a supporter of the Just Being Honest podcast show. Uh, send this. This is a great message to send to your friends and your family members. Maybe you've been trying to finagle, like maybe your sister or your sister-in-law or someone, you know, that... They really need to start eating a little bit healthier or maybe their child, you care for their child. Who knows, maybe you're a nanny, I don't know. There are a lot of children out there, there are a lot of people out there that could use this product. So stick this one in their inbox. So head on over to iTunes, click on the Just Being Honest podcast, you can share it directly through there. You can also subscribe and send us a five star rating. We would really love that support even further. But until next time, um, Parker, is there any way we can follow you on Instagram? Definitely. Uh, at Meet Love Bird on Instagram for a lot of great health information, but recipes and you know general cuteness from my daughter as well. But uh, it has it all. Yes. Uh, and if your listeners want, happy to offer a 10% off coupon for you all with Early Bird 10 uh, and hope you give Love Bird a try. Cool. We'll have all of that information in the show notes, guys. Um, Early bird 10. So you're going to want to try this. I can't wait. So until next time, guys, it's been an honor. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll talk to you next week. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love. Ciao. I have come to the realization that, um, yeah, I'm a snob amongst many things in my lifestyle. Not just a food snob, but a lifestyle snob. Um, I'm not talking about like high class, like hotty toddy, like, you know, vanity type of things, but more about what I put on my body, what I put in my body. I have become a snob. And I think that's a good thing because my lifestyle, my skin, my mental capacity, you know, I'm not filling my body with endocrine disruptors. So guys, that is why I created Just Being Honest. That's why I'm doing lifestyle consulting with clients because I want to fill your lives with this richness as well. I handpick brands to work with, brands to represent, 
then partner with that I truly believe and use myself. I don't work with just any brand out there. So you know that when you're seeing brands on my site, me consuming brands on Instagram, that I have vetted them for you. And they are the best of the best, whether it's within their um, ethical practices of business-wise or just within the ingredients that they use. All right, I have your best interest at heart. So I wanted to name just a couple of those brands to you and how I'm giving back to you with maybe a little discount or two. So guys, you can find all the links on the show notes, but I just wanted to name out a couple. Primal Life Organics, you heard Trina Felber on the show talking about our dental detox kit, all that information. You can get a discount on the whitening kit on my website. Lovebird Foods, using code Honest 10, you can get 10% off right there. Botanical Bones, Poppy's favorite dog bones, has reishi, chaga, um, blueberries, turmeric, ashwagandha in it. They are literally homemade dog bones. She goes freakishly freak over them, loves them. She will sit within a split second. Use code HONEST10 and you can get 10% off all of those. Um, Prima, guys, guys, you know I love my CBD. You know I love my broad spectrum CBD. The founder, Christopher Gavigan, just amongst many of them. And guys, he is an amazing advocate for healthy lifestyle. Plus, Prima, they know exactly where the CBD is sourced. Um, off the coast in Oregon. So you'll want to check that out. Once again, all the links are in my my uh, the bio and they're all in the show notes. So you'll want to check all those out. And then last but not least, Ion Biome. Guys, your gut health is your immune health. Oh, can we just say hurrah to gut health? So you'll want to check out that link right there. All the information about Zach Bush's um, discoveries about the microbiome and how that comes into play. Really, really interesting stuff. So without further ado, I've taken up plenty of your time just with my favorite brands, but guys, we're going to clear out the clutter with the stuff that you already have that's not so good for you and replace it with all the good things that are good for you. Okay. I'm here to help. I'm happy to be a friend to you. If you have any other questions, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at just being honest KB. And, um, I love you as always. Bye-bye.